Hey everybody, I just wanted to let you know you can follow me on Twitter at Still Podcast or on Instagram at Still Waiting underscore podcast. Or if you want to be featured on the show, maybe you want to leave a voice message, ask me a question, uh, give me a topic to talk about, you can go ahead and go to anchor.fm forward slash Ernie, E R N I E dash. Cornejo, C-O-R-N-E-J-O, or if you don't want to enter that address at all, you can just go to anchor.fm and look up Still Waiting Podcast. Enjoy the show. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Still Waiting Podcast, and Happy New Year, Happy 2022. What's going on in your guys' world? How are you? I am feeling very, very good today. Had a great weekend with the sun, or a great week. I guess I guess I should say week because it was actually it was a weird one. I had an extra night with my kid, but I'll get into that a little bit later. And I, like I like I started the show. Like, how was your guys' New Year's? Like, mine was fucking awesome. I like couldn't have had a better time. Honestly, I was thinking I was gonna be alone on New Year's Eve, and not do anything and probably just drink by myself and watch TV, you know, the typical average night for Ernie C. And sorry, I got to take a drink. But no, I was invited to uh, hang out with, you know, the girl that got me to drink wine with her that one night. She invited me to her house and she invited me earlier in the week. And then it kind of grew from there. Like, every day it was something new. She's like, okay, well, this person's going to join us. Oh, and by the way, these people are going to join us. And I was like, great, that's fucking awesome. The more the merrier. Like, because I was thinking, like, I was thinking, like, this girl was going to want, like, alone time with me. And I was just like, oh, shit, I don't know if I want this. Like, (laughs) But no, it was actually, like, total curveball. She just decided, like she wanted to have a party with like her neighbors. And so she invited me over to her house on Friday night. And, um, we were like just drinking champagne and seltzers and whatnot, playing Uno. And then she's like, okay, we're going to go over to my other neighbor's house who like, they're, they're a gay couple. And I'm like, Oh great. Cool. Like this is going to be fun. (laughs) And so, uh, go over to their house, like around, like 10 or 11 and it's a fucking party like the gays know how to party guys they these people were these guys were the coolest fucking dudes i've ever met in my life like (laughs) they were hilarious like the whole night i swear to god i've never heard bitch yelled out more more in one night than that night like (laughs) like they were calling each other bitch like the girl i was with they were calling her bitch they were calling me bitch they were calling everybody they knew was a bitch. And like, I, I barely knew them. And I was all of a sudden in a bitch club with them. <laughs> These guys were the fucking coolest, but no, like I got very, very drunk, like way more drunk than I anticipated. I honestly thought I was just going to like get a good buzz going and then call it a night, possibly, uh, just go to sleep around one or two, no, we fucking partied until 4.30 in the morning. <laughs> and it was, oh, and like those guys could have kept going. 
Like I was like getting so tired and I knew what the day was going to be like for me the next day. And I was like, Oh shit. I hope, I hope I don't wake up with a hangover. And like, because I have a long day ahead of me, I have to get groceries before I get my son, all that shit. And now like we partied until four thirty, and then I crashed at Erica's house. She actually let me sleep in the bed with her and nothing happened. Uh, that's a first for your boy. Like, and I didn't want anything to happen. I was just like, uh, like, please, like, let me just go to sleep. And she passed out. And I was like, great. Like, this is going to be a good night. Um, um, <laughs> I guess I could have spared you that detail. But no, like, and the best thing about it, guys, I woke up in 2022 without a hangover. That was a, that was God's gift right there. He's saying like this year is going to be perfect for you. I know that party you had two years down the road, two years ago when shit went south. Yeah. You woke up with an extreme hangover and that was just the, that was just the, uh, what is it? What's the analogy here? Well, let's just say that's just the beginning of the shit show. That's going to be the, your life in the next two years. And, uh, <clears throat> but no, like, Woke up Saturday feeling fantastic, and I got, like, very little sleep. I got, like, maybe, maybe two to three hours of sleep. And I woke up just like, okay, I'm ready to go. Let's fucking do this. And, not like, like I said, I hadn't partied like that since two years ago when we had that New Year's party with my ex-wife and all that shit. Um, but, no, thanks to Jason and... J- Jason, no, the... God, I'm already fucking up their names. I'm horrible with names, guys. But, no, thanks to Jerry, I want to say Jerry and Danny. Those guys were the coolest gay couple I've ever met and probably will ever meet in my life. Like, I had so much fun with them. They made me constantly laugh. The the girl's neighbors, like, I think I already said her name, but I'm not going to say it again. Uh, her, Her neighbors were all really fucking cool. Great hosts. And... I hope I get to party with them again sometime soon. I don't know because I I haven't talked to her since I woke up yesterday. I was kind of like, okay, I got to go. I'll see you later. Have a good day. Bye. Um, But no, like, it was a great, great New Year's Eve. I forgot to touch on this. This was fucking insane. And I know you guys are not going to believe me when I tell you this. I swear to God, I swear to God, like, but the thing is, I had witnesses to this shit. We all fucking saw UFOs. It, no joke. We weren't, it wasn't because we were drunk or like people were high. We, we legit saw four UFOs lined up going towards the coast. Like they were, it was, these were not planes. These were too close to each other to be planes. These four dots, these r- red, orange, yellow dots, like just fucking coasting the skies, like in a line, and then disappearing. No joke. Like, they were in a line, and f- in the sky it would probably be a few hundred feet apart. It looked fucking insane. And I know I'm probably, like, you guys are probably just rolling your eyes, like, Ernie, like, what kind of drugs were you doing? What kind of coke were you snorting? What kind of weed were you smoking? What kind of heroin were you shooting? None of the above, guys. I might have dabbled a little bit in things other than alcohol, but I'm not going to talk about that. But, (laughs) no, we all fucking saw it. 
like at least five of us saw the same thing. And I'm the one that pointed it out at first. I'm like, guys, look over there. I swear to God, those are UFOs. Those are fucking UFOs. I've seen the YouTube videos. I'm actually seeing this in real life now. And no joke, just four little dots, like just coasting, going very, very in like a, almost in a slow pace for it to be like, well, then again, you know, it looks kind of slow when you see a plane in the sky, but going about the, the speed of a plane in the sky, just floating across the sky and then just disappearing. I swear, like, I don't know what that, what that meant. If 2022 is going to be another shit show, maybe the aliens are blessing us. Maybe it's God telling us something. Like, I don't know. But we all saw it, starting with me. I knew I wasn't tripping, especially when everybody finally, like, all, like, got together with me and, like, said, I see the exact same thing you do, Ernie. Like, that is insane. It lasted a good minute or two. And we were just, like, we were just blown away. Like, we were like, is this the end of the world? fucking insane (laughs) and i know like like i said you guys are probably just thinking i am completely full of shit but i have witnesses to this shit it wasn't just me being conspiracy theorist fucking psychopath ernie that you guys seem to know and love but now like that was a definitely a highlight of new year's as crazy as it sounds like seeing ufos in person even though i don't believe in aliens i really don't guys like it's Elon Musk actually said something very, very, like, that's what kind of, like, broke it for me. I'm like, yeah, he's right. If they were real, they would reveal themselves already. Like, they would have revealed themselves already. Why would they be hiding anymore? Like, I I mean, I don't know, but I don't believe in aliens, but I believe in UFOs. (laughs) If that doesn't make any fucking sense. But, no, we all fucking saw it. And... I'm just I'm just glad I, I had witnesses to this shit because I, I guaranteed I'll ne- I really wish I would have broke out my phone for it, but I didn't. I was just at awe of what I was seeing, and who knows? They probably would have destroyed my phone had I done that. <coughs> oh boy, um, yeah. I mean, I want to talk about last week's episode for one. Like, one I was like talking way too fast, like probably like I am today. But the thing is, I noticed, like, when I listened to the playback, that I was talking at, a, like, a, an alarming fucking, like, you thought I was probably on meth or something, right? And, no, like, I was just pacing around my house doing last week's episode, so I made sure I was sitting down for this one, guys, because it sounded like I was, like, taking deep breaths in, like, in between everything. I was like... <gasps> Now, like, I'm sitting down for this one. I'm having a good old whiskey sour with some added apple cider in it. It's fucking delicious. I'm drinking a nice little whiskey sour. I love whiskey sours. They are just nothing like a a warm whiskey drink. Kind of warm whiskey drink on a winter night. It is so beautiful. Um, But another thing about last week's episode... And this is what Alicia texted me, by the way. And she didn't text me what I thought she... Well, she did later on. <laughs> it was one, to one of Angel's questions. and Just to verify, Angel, she does not have a crush on me. And she told me that again. And I was like, I know. I love you anyway. 
<laughs> but no, she actually texted me before that. And she was like, wow, you really like are talking about jacking off a lot on this episode. Like, are you thinking about something? <laughs> and I was like, I listened to the playback. And for some reason, I didn't hear it. Like, may- maybe it was just me being me. Like, I thought, yeah, I talk about jacking off at least once every episode. But apparently I was really heavy with it on the last last week's episode. So I want to apologize to anybody who was offended by the visual of me jacking off. I'm just a very alone guy, but <laughs> I'm basically becoming an incel, which I just found out what that meant. As sad as that is to say, it's the involuntarily celibate. <sighs> I could have I could have broke that the other night, but I didn't because I'm a gentleman, and I don't think drunken sex is as fun as we're all led to believe. I've had it when I was married. And even beforehand, it's not fun. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but, no, I was, I was just, I was talking about jacking off way too much on last week's episode, so sorry, Alicia. No, I wasn't subconsciously thinking about it. It's just, maybe I was feeling very alone, and I don't know. Jacking off is, is a way to not feel alone. <laughs> Uh, but who knows what's going to happen in 2022 guys. I'm hoping I can break this incel curse because it's been about a good three months now and I, I deserve it already. I need assistance over here. I feel like Farva or no, I feel like never mind. I don't know where I was going with that one. I feel like Farva, <laughs> uh, but I need, need assistance over here, but I might be I might be getting myself into something soon. I'm not sure. I'm talking to somebody. She's a very, very sweet girl. And I don't know what's gonna happen. It's the one that bought me the Krista Stefano tickets. We're gonna hang out soon. She's finally coming back home. Like the timing was awful with this one, guys. Like we started talking the day the day she decided to go like the day before, she decided to go to Florida to go visit her parents. Sorry, I was trying to get that out. I was, like, losing my train of thought. Um, yeah, so she's been in Florida for the past two weeks, and we've just been really getting to know each other. She's coming back on Tuesday. We'll see what happens. Best of luck to me, I hope. I don't know. I don't know if it's weird that I'm wishing myself luck on this. But, no, she's a sweet, sweet girl, and she actually works at the hospital. So should be fun. Um, but I am very, very excited to go see Krista Stefano with her and probably going to take her to go see Taylor Tomlinson in two weeks. Oh boy, that's in two weeks. I can't believe it. Oh, that's so, so exciting. For those of you that don't, that don't watch stand-up comedy, like you need to watch Taylor Tomlinson. She's on Netflix. Her stand, her special was filmed in Portland. It's very fucking funny. I became a huge fan of hers after watching that. Because she was on Your Mom's House podcast one time, and I was like, wow, that girl's really, really cute, and she's a stand-up comedian? Like, okay, and then, like, they promoted her stuff, and then I just decided, why not? I'm going to give her a chance. Like, it's hard. I don't mean to sound sexist in any way, but it's hard to find a good female comic. It is, because, like, Amy Schumer, she just talks about her twat, and it's, like, it's not that funny. So, Taylor Tomlinson is, like, a totally different type of comic, where she's talking about life and relationships and not her pussy all the time. It's 
and they're good jokes. They're really, really funny. So I became a huge fan of hers, and she's coming to Portland in two weeks, and I'm going to be taking this girl with me. Oh, should be fun. Um, but speaking of stand-up, I am going to, I'm, I haven't emailed the booker yet, but I'll let you guys know. So keep an eye on the social medias if I say otherwise, but I am going to be performing stand-up at the place I got married at again on Friday. You can get your tickets at pnwcomedy.com and just go to the tickets section. And I think it's called WVCC, uh, open mic first Fridays, whatever it's called. Just look it up. Just go to the ticket ticket section. It's totally free. It doesn't cost you a dime. If you want to come see me perform, I'm throwing it out there. I got a. I mean, I got over my fear last month and performed in front of strangers. Fell in love with it, and now I'm offering you guys to come see me if you want. You don't have to. Just if you feel like seeing me choke on a Friday night, you know, come come check it out. I cannot wait to do it again. I've been like aching, but I haven't been aggressively looking for the open mics like I should. But who knows? Maybe after this one, I'm going to go on a fucking tear. So we'll see. Again, pnwcomedy.com. Go check it out. Come see me and hopefully some other good comics um, perform for five to ten minutes. We'll see what happens. And I'll, I'll say it again at the end of the show. So let's... Let's move forward. <clears throat> All right. So, tragically, like, so we're going to from good to bad now. This week has been, it's been great for me. It hasn't been good for other people. Like, uh, this week we actually lost a legend of a football coach and a legend announcer uh, for the NFL, John Madden. I've been a fan of playing his video games. Like some people go all the way to the beginning of 1989 when Madden came out. I started playing Madden probably in the year 2000 with with my friend Matt. He he kind of got me into playing Madden even though I wasn't heavily into football. Like I loved playing Madden with my friends. And <clears throat> John Madden was yeah, just a genius of a football announcer. And I didn't know what he was like as a coach, but I guarantee I'm I'm certain he was a legend and there's a reason he's, his name is on like everything regarding NFL and it sucks. Like, like I just remember, I remember hearing him as an announcer, as a kid, like the way he analyzed replays and all that stuff with the pen and like it was almost becoming a gimmick. Like they made fun of it on Mad TV and like Family Guy. Family Guy did a killer one where he was announcing a wedding and <laughs> it was so fucking hilarious. He was like putting X's in circles and then he was like talking about how the brides like banged the best man and also the brother of the grooms and it was just a hilarious uh take on how how John Madden was but you know just in a different setting. <laughs> But, no, it was, it was super sad hearing that he died. Like, not even three days after his documentary on Fox aired on Christmas Day. That was fucking wild. That was, like, the ultimate warrior thing. I don't know if you guys know about the ultimate warrior thing, but I remember watching his speech. Ultimate warrior. I'm, going, I'm moving from John Madden to ultimate warrior. But I remember watching ultimate warrior's speech on a wrestling show, uh, Monday Night Raw, 
Sorry, Siri, what are you doing? Um, watching Ultimate Warrior do a speech on Monday Night Raw one time on wrestling. And he just he had this really, really great speech. And then he was talking about how there will be a time where a warrior takes his last breath and blah, blah, blah. And not even 24 hours later, he fucking dies. That was insane. I was like, I remember the wrestling world freaked when he died. He, especially after that speech, because I was like, wait a minute. Like, was he trying to tell us something? Because he he died of like a heart attack too. That That was just insane. But I'm digressing again, like I always seem to do on this show. And now, I mean, John Madden does the same thing where his documentary, which I still have to watch, I'm hoping I can see it on like Hulu or something, but John Madden's documentary pops up and everybody's talking about how great of a coach he is and how great of an announcer he was and then his video games, of course, and everything he contributed to the NFL, like... And then three years, or three years, three days later, he fucking dies. Um, But I think he just died of natural causes, and uh, hopefully he was asleep. But the guy was a legend. I'll never forget his announcing style in uh, NFL games when I would, like, watch Cowboys games as a kid with my dad. Um, I remember him also in, like, Little Giants, too. Anybody ever watched Little Giants? Great fucking movie. Uh, kid movie, but a great movie. And he even makes fun of himself in that movie where he's like lost, his, his bus got lost, and now he's in this little town in Ohio, and he's like circling all these X, circling all these spots and Xing all these spots. And <laughs> I don't know, he's like just scribbling all over the map trying to show these kids where he's trying to get to. And it's, it's a funny, it's a funny little uh, jab at himself. Uh, but yeah, rest in peace, John Madden. You're forever a legend. You'll you definitely will not be forgotten in the NFL. And hopefully, they continue to make your video games for the next fifty years. <clears throat> <coughs> Way to end a eulogy speech there, Ernie. Um, but on an, on other news too, we also fucking lost Betty White. That is insane. The most beautiful golden girl. And, I mean, definitely wasn't B. Arthur. <laughs> Jesus, Ernie. Um, no, but Betty White was probably the best fucking senior citizen known to date. Like, a woman that actually has a sense of humor. Like, she was funny on roast, on like roasts of like William Shatner. She was hilarious on that. And she was great. Like, I actually just watching or looking on through Instagram the other day, they played an old commercial of hers where she's playing football, like tackle football with these guys, and she's getting fucking drilled. And it's a, it's a Snickers commercial, and everybody's, like, telling this guy that he's playing, like, Betty White out there. And just really fucking funny commercial. And knowing that she took part in it and acted like, you know, or she was talking shit to the guys. She was like, that's not what your mom was saying the other night. And it's like, damn, Betty White's got some fucking fire. No, she was, uh, she was hilarious though. I remember seeing her in like some movies growing up, just thinking like, wow, this, this old lady's got quite the sense of humor. Like 
not something you see in average senior citizens. But rest in peace, Betty White. I mean, you were just approaching a hundred too. Like I remember they were just like like a People magazine popped up with Betty's turning a hundred uh like in January, like or Betty turns a hundred and then she fucking dies. Like, oh <clears throat> like was that a curse, People magazine? That's pretty fucked up. Um But no, like rest in peace, Betty White. I definitely another person that won't be forgotten. I like I'm not a guy for celebrities or pop culture, but it's like you really do have to point out legends when you see them. And Betty White was one, John Madden was another. And <clears throat> I don't know, it's just like it's it's been a it's been a crazy week of death for, you know, celebrities or people that are, have celebrity status. Um so yeah, rest in peace, Betty White. Um, hope to get to know you in the afterlife. And same with you too, John, John Madden. Hopefully we can play your video games in the afterlife when I die. Um, but I, I mean, I, I don't even know them. And they don't know me. But I would just love to shoot the shit with those two. Have a whiskey sour with John Madden and Betty White. That'd be fucking awesome. All right. Um, what else did I want to talk about? Oh, yes, I did. I actually did put this in my notes. I haven't even watched Cobra Kai yet. I'm going to start tonight. Probably after that new Gordon Ramsay show airs, I'm going to watch Cobra Kai starting tonight. Season four just came out. I'm excited. I'm fucking stoked. The first three seasons, if you guys haven't seen it, Go watch it. It is. I don't know why you're ta- why you're listening to me talk. You should be watching Cobra Kai. You need to be watching uh, Ralph Macchio and I don't know the blonde guy's name and the other bad guy from Cobra Kai. <laughs> I just know Ralph Macchio and um, his smoking hot wife on that show too. Oh my gosh, she is drop dead gorgeous. She's like in her forties or fifties, and she is like she is beyond a ten. Oh my gosh, smoking hot woman. Um, <laughs> oh Jesus, no that that show though, I, I feel bad because I'm I feel like I'm like Christina from uh, where my mom's at or your mom's house. She was talking about Cobra Kai some months back and how she has crushes on all these guys that are on the show, but they're playing teenagers and she feels bad. But she, but then she realizes like they're really in their early twenties. So she feels like she can get away with saying that she still has a crush on these people that are playing kids. And I feel the same way, though. Like, there are a couple cuties on this show where I'm like, oh, they're playing high school kids. That's a little fucking creepy, right? And then, like, oh, but they're really 25. Okay, so I don't feel that bad. Yeah, there's some there's some cute girls on that show. But I have a, I mainly have a crush on, on Ralph Macchio's wife. Oof, gorgeous, gorgeous woman. But yes, I am going to start Cobra Kai tonight, season four. I cannot wait. I can't wait to see where the story goes, how it's going to end, of course. I'm hoping there's many more seasons, but we'll see. Um, all right. Before, of course, before we get into Angel's Corner, I'm going to talk a little sports. Um, I tried watching the Ducks game on the day before New Year's Eve. Yes. Yeah, December 30th. I only watched a quarter. 
I knew what was going to happen as soon as Oklahoma. I was like, I called it last week. I said Oklahoma's a powerhouse type uh, football team, and they just annihilated the Ducks. So I didn't watch it. I only watched the first quarter, and I was like, fuck it, I'm out. I'm going to go hang out with my son. And um, then I watched the Ravens game today. Quite a bit of the Ravens game. Didn't go the way I wanted it to. But it was a great game. It wasn't like a shitty game. They didn't lose by like two touchdowns. They lost by a point. They've only lost by one or two points the last like five games. So I'm hopeful for the Ravens. I don't think this year is going to be their year, but we'll see. Um, oh, yeah, I said I was going to talk about my kid, but I didn't. I had my kid an extra night on Tuesday because... My ex-wife was like, I'm exhausted and blah, 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 the snow and shit and all this garbage. And I was like, you know what? I'll do it. But I also laid down a rule because she gets she gets all pissy when I say no. And like not realizing that I have my own life too and my own worries to, to worry about. So like she gets all pissy whenever I tell her no. So I told her on one condition, don't get all pissy if I say no going forward. Understand that I'm exhausted too. I have my own life. I'm I'm drowning in my own uh, figurative shit, I guess you could say, over here. Like, don't cry to me. I don't care. Like, I don't care about your problems. Don't, like, yeah, my son is a priority, but, you know, we also have scheduled days, so fuck off. <laughs> but I did her the favor, and I did, and just told her that. Like, hey, just don't get all pissy with me. And she's like, okay, I'm sorry. And we'll see how long that lasts. I guarantee it, it'll last about a month before. If I, next time I tell her no, she'll be like, "You never helped me." <laughs> and I'm like, "Oh fuck!" All right, but no, I had him an extra night this week, and he was great. I mean, I had a couple blowups, but I'm getting this whole fucking parenting thing down, guys. Like, it's a learning process, and it's I, th- I feel like it's a lifelong learning process. So. Who knows? Maybe I'm at the next stage of my life where I'm like, okay, I feel like not so much a beginner parent anymore. I'm feeling like I'm at that intermediate level. So we'll see what happens. But great time with my son, especially the last last night and today. He was perfect. It was just a beautiful day hanging out with him, watching a little bit of football, wrestling with him, having fun. And like, not, no blow-ups. Ah. It, like, melts my heart. I'm like, gosh, I miss this. Like, I, mi- I I wish I could see you every night, kid. And I wish I can hug you and kiss you goodnight. But if we're in this situation, it's okay. At least I'm here for you. And so, as long as I have that mentality, I think I'll be fine. I'll be fine going forward. All right. So, I'm going to take a quick break. And then we will dive into Angel's Corner. So, Talk to you in a second. And I'm back. Hopefully you guys took a little pee break or something. I don't know, like, or a shit break, or a smoke break, or a coke break, whatever. But I am back. I am here to do Angel's Corner. Angel Banuelos. Banuelos. Uh, Basically, writer for my show. Always helps me out with a podcast. Sends me ridiculous questions. Sends me articles. Sends me videos. Sends me... Dick pics. Uh, I mean, did I th- did I say that? I didn't mean I didn't mean that. I'm just joking. He doesn't send me that. 
Um, no, he helps me out with this show tremendously, and I can't thank him enough. Um, but yeah, so let's see what Angel got for us. Got let's see what he has for us this week. All right. Oh shit. Of course. I still haven't watched this video yet, and I'm sorry, Angel. I am a piece of shit for not doing my homework. But yeah, he sent me a video <clears throat> uh, about Lilith, the first wife of Adam. I'm going to watch that probably as soon as I get done recording. We'll see. <laughs> sorry, dude. I feel bad because I do need to. I need to. I do need to touch base. I need to follow up on everything I talk about on the show, and I'm failing miserably. But I promise I will do it. All right. Uh, sends me an article. In 2019, a man robbed almost $8,000 from two banks in Israel while carrying an avocado that looked like a grenade. And then he asked, are you impressed? That is impressive. Did they catch the guy? Like, how did they know he was legit carrying an avocado? And because, I mean, had I gotten away with that, I would never admit to this. I would never admit to like, oh yeah, I was I robbed eight thousand dollars from two banks carrying an avocado. It made these fools think it was a grenade. Like, I would not be able to. I wouldn't tell anybody. I'd be like eight thousand dollars richer. But cool, that means I can pay off most of my credit card debt. Like, and then never talk about it ever again. So I'm wondering, like, did they catch him? They had to have caught. They had to have caught the guy. Um. For, I mean, them to reveal that it was an avocado. That's just crazy. All right. Then he sends me goodbye 2021 and goodbye to legend Betty White. Oh, yeah. I Yep, I already talked about it on the show. Rest in peace, Betty White. Um, Yeah, that is, that is still crazy to think. Like, she was just about to approach 100. And I feel like it's still... I feel, I feel like People Magazine or whoever it was cursed her. And celebrated a little bit too early. They should have waited until the February issue to sit there and say, like, oh, she actually did turn 100. Instead, they fucked it all up, and now she's gone. But rest in peace, Betty White. I'm drinking to you. All right. Oops. And then he sends me... Or, no, okay. He says, I highly disagree with this because a lot of the Beatles' work is a lot of heart and soul and poetry and much, much more. I'm sorry, Taylor Swift is not even in the spectrum. Do you agree or disagree? And then he sends me an article. Billy, I want to say, who is that? Billy, Billy Joel. Uh, he sends me an article from the Daily Mail. Billy Joel says Taylor is like the Beatles. Joel praises Swift saying she is her generation's equivalent to the Fab Four. I agree, I, I agree with you, Angel. I I do agree with you a lot. I mean, I don't even... I, I couldn't name one Beatles song to save my life. I, I don't know the Beatles music in <clears throat> any way. Uh, I, I think I know Shout. Are they credited for that song? I don't know. But... Uh, I agree with you, Angel. She is not like the Beatles. But I do agree with his analogy. I think he is more of an analogy than a comparison. Uh, if that makes any sense. It's more like saying she's the Beatles of this generation. Because 
you have to admit, she's fucking popular. And I don't even know much of her song. Like, I don't know any of her music. I know one song from her. And that's the one with Brandon Urie from Panic at the Disco. It's called Me or something. That's a good song. I actually really like that song. Uh, it's only because Brandon Urie, Brandon Urie, though. Like, he's a great singer. Uh, but no, like, I do agree with you, Angel. She isn't like the Beatles. Like, uh, but then again, you're talking to a guy that hates, all, like, pretty much all pop music. 99.9% of pop music I despise. She falls under that spectrum. She, except, like, she just talks about ex-boyfriends all the time. <laughs> um, I, I do know that because, I mean, everybody makes fun of her for it. Like, she must be a bitch or something if she has that many ex-boyfriends to bitch about. Um, but no, I don't agree that she is like the Beatles. Um, uh, yeah, I don't agree with it. <sighs> Taylor Swift. I mean, yeah, no, I mean, she's cute. She's a cutie. But I don't know. Would I? Maybe. Probably. Come on. I mean, as alone as I am, of course I would. What am I talking about? Would I? Of course. If she gave you the shot, Ernie, you'd be like, will you marry me today? <laughs> um, is there a singer or a band that is in the same level as the Beatles, in your opinion? Now, you're talking to a guy that loves metal. Like, metal music Almost as a whole. Like, of course, there are some bands that I don't care for and I don't really care to listen to a lot. I could be considered an elitist in some way. Um, I will sit, I will say Slipknot is probably on that level. Slipknot or Metallica? Probably more Metallica because they probably sold as much, if not more, than the Beatles as far as, like, albums all that stuff, like, I would sit there and say Metallica or Slipknot. Slipknot for people, for guys my age. Metallica for people that are, like, over 40. Um, but Slipknot is a huge, huge band. I mean, they they can perform in, a, in front of crowds of 100,000 people, and it's, like, nothing to them. Uh, if the Beatles could probably do the same if they were still around today. Like John Lennon and all that stuff, but uh, Slipknot. I think Corey Taylor's voice, for one, is just—it's—it's it's hard to match a guy like Corey Taylor. Like how smart he is, how how intellectually like sound his like his his lyrics are super smart. <laughs> There's some words where I can't even pronounce where it's like. Oh, this guy just, it just rolls off his tongue, like, so easily. And I'm just like, oh, like, what the fuck is that word? Like a megathalamonite or what? It's something on that song left behind. <laughs> Megalus something. Can't even think of the fucking word. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm trying, I'm going to push that. Never mind. But no, Corey Taylor is on on a level. I think that's better than the Beatles because I think his is more his. There's a lot of more soul and heart to his voice and the message he's ever he's always trying to portray in his music. Like 
The Beatles, yeah, it was very poppy and a very, very, I don't know. Never mind, I'm not going to even analyze the Beatles, because I will come across as very ignorant like I always do. Um, But no, I would sit there and say Corey Taylor is up there with the, Corey Taylor and Slipknot are up there with the Beatles. Um, Same with James Hetfield and, and Metallica. Metallica, for metal is probably up there with the Beatles because, I mean, that band can also do the same thing like Slipknot, perform in front of a hundred to 200,000 people, and it's like a day at work for them. It's like, eh, it's my, it's my nine to five. Their two-hour stage presence is my eight-hour hell. <laughs> it's like, <clears throat> but... <clears throat> Yeah, that that's gonna be my that's gonna be my comparison to like the Beatles. That is those two bands right there. Metallica, Slipknot. Alright. Have you ever had a family vacation go horribly wrong? Um Oh, and then he says when you were younger or with your son and or an ex wife. Uh when my ex wife and I went to Vegas one year I felt like I was sick that entire trip. Like, we partied the first day in Vegas because we went for two years straight for my birthday, which was awesome. Um, but the second year, it's like we partied. the. We were excited the first night we got there. We hung out, all that stuff. And then it was like after the first or second night, I was like so miserably sick. Like, I was in the hotel room like for an entire day. And I felt bad because she wanted to go do stuff. And, no, I was, like, just, like, shitting the bed and, like, hugging the toilet. And I I wasn't even drunk. I don't know why I was so sick. But it lasted, like, a day or two. And I was just, like, that that, that was the one of the worst parts of that vacation. Other than that, I can't think of another vacation where it went ho- horribly, horribly wrong. Ugh. Uh, I mean, I guess you got to expect that in Vegas. You're gonna you're gonna be hugging a toilet at least one one night while you're there. <clears throat> All right, what was your worst school field trip, elementary or even up to high school? Um, I I, th- I think I've mentioned this on the podcast before. I'm almost certain I have because Alicia has been giving me shit about it ever since. Um, my the outdoor school where we where we went camping for like three or four days with like my fifth grade class and it was a fun field trip except for the one day I think it was the very last day where I shit my pants so I had been hiding that secret until I aired it on the podcast but yeah I'm gonna bring it back on this episode where I shit my pants in the fifth grade I couldn't hold it I don't know why we were just hanging out in a at a river somewhere with my with my teacher and next thing I know, I'm fucking just dropping a deuce in my freaking pants. I don't know why. Like, I didn't have the feeling feeling like I needed to go. Next thing I know, I'm just like, maybe I sharted, but it turned into massive shit. It wasn't just a fart. It was a massive shit. And, oh God, I'll never forget the embarrassing, that embarrassment that I felt. That was brutal. But then again, I shouldn't feel so bad because I was fifth grade and there's people my age that shit their pants from like, drinking too much i haven't had that night yet but who knows we'll see if that day comes maybe if i hang out with like dan and jerry 
those guys, those guys were so fucking cool. I like, I want to go out there just to hang out with them because I had so much fun with them. Um, yeah, that was in Willamina. What a, what a night. (coughs) Um, did you ever get detention in school and what was it for? I never got detention. Never. I got suspended one time before. I, I, I got suspended one time in my life at school. It was for a bullshit reason. And I'll never forget the vice principal, vice principal because she was always made fun of in my middle school years. Always made fun of because it's like if she had bad news to give to you, like it could have been like your mom just called, she's leaving your dad, and your dog died, and... Blah, 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 blah. Like, she would give you this news with a smile on her face. <laughs> so when she suspended me, of course, she suspended me with a smile on her face. And I was just like, this bitch. But she was, like, a sweetheart otherwise. I think it was just, like, I don't know. Like, she couldn't she couldn't stop smiling. Like, she was one of those people that just had to smile for everything. Like, I could just imagine her, like, taking a piss or something, and she'd just be smiling. Or, you know, having, like massive diarrhea sitting on the toilet after like eating chipotle bloodstained underwear and still with a smile on her face but i got suspended um for quote i'm gonna put this in quotes because many people will have my back had my back on this one uh when it was in eighth grade but it was for sexual harassment and (laughs) it was like me and this one girl who i thought was cute at the time she was cute but i wasn't like trying anything and I went to go like push her, like because that's how we did, that's how you flirted back in the days. You put you push somebody that you like. Um, I went to go push her, and like I accidentally touched her boob, and of course she played it off like it's okay. And I'm like, I'm so sorry. I, like I didn't mean to do that. I'm like apologizing. And she's like, it's okay. It's no no big deal. Like two hours later, I get called to that vice principal's office, and she's like. Yeah, so this girl's saying that you touched her boob, and I'm like, what? And she goes, yeah, that's sexual harassment, blah, blah, blah. Now, we gotta, I gotta suspend you for two days, and I'm like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> I'm like telling all my friends, like, all my friends are like wondering, like, what the hell's happening? And my mom's picking me up, like, wondering what's going on. And I'm telling her my side of the story. Like, everybody's believing me because it, that was the truth. Like, I didn't... It was an accident. It was a freak accident. And uh, I remember, like, everybody giving this girl shit for the rest of the school year. Because they, like, they hated her for, like, incriminating me for something. And I, they were witnesses to the, the incident, too. They were like, you know he didn't fucking do it on purpose. Like, he was just, like going for, like, a friendly push, and you fucking moved, and your boob got in the way. (laughs) But it is what it is. That was fucking 25 years ago. Good God. Ah, I'm getting old. But that was, that was, that was funny as fuck. Like, I always think back to that. Like, not always, but I always think about, like, the time I got suspended in school was for a bullshit reason. And I, st- I, I never got detention, though, which was crazy. Um, all right, next question. Have you ever accidentally injured yourself during a hook during a hookup? Um, no, I haven't, but I've had those close calls, you know, where you slip out 
and you're trying to get it back in there, but your dick decides to go an alternate route and almost like breaks in half. <laughs> oh gosh, it's painful for every guy, ladies. Like the thought of breaking your dick is like I don't know the equivalent of like you guys getting fisted. Uh, or no, I don't know if it's fisted. Maybe it's like the equivalent of. Okay, don't get mad at me, ladies. I'm going to say a broken dick would be almost like the equivalent of giving birth for a guy. Like, it, I feel the thought just, like, makes me cringe. Like, it makes me, like, oh, God, the thought of breaking my dick would be awful. I've, I'm, I'm sympathizing with you ladies, though. Like, I'm not sitting there saying, like, our pain is worse than yours. Like, you ladies win hands down. I can't imagine shitting out a person. I'm just saying a broken dick would probably be like giving child, uh, giving uh, birth to a child. All right. So you're staying in a mountain cabin when a blizzard snows you in. Oh, when a blizzard snows you in, do you venture outside or hunker down for the long haul? I would probably just look outside to see what my situation is, but it would, I would immediately get back inside. Because, fuck that, we survived a snowstorm. This this snowstorm wasn't that bad, thank God. Like, the forecast led me to believe, like, it was going to be a shit show, and I was going to probably die at work this week. No, it didn't happen, so thank God for that. Uh, but no, yeah, I would just hunker down for the long haul. Alright, what's the latest reality show you binge-watched? Binge-watched. Uh, you know me that like, I'm not a reality TV guy, but anything with Gordon Ramsay, I can watch. I can watch from morning to night, anything Gordon Ramsay, like probably a reality show of his that I, the that I last binge watched was probably reruns of like Kitchen Nightmares. That's a great show. I don't know if it's real, like any reality TV shows. I don't think any reality TV show is real. But Gordon Ramsay has a little bit of authenticity to it, I think. Though, I mean, there are probably things that the producers add in to dramatize the show. I think Gordon Ramsay's shows are more authentic than the average reality TV show. So, yeah, probably Kitchen Nightmares. Yeah, that's probably what I'm going to say. Because I can't think of anything else that I would binge watch. Other than Cobra Kai and Gordon Ramsay reality TV shows. <clears throat> Sorry if I'm coughing too much. Like I feel like I have just something in my chest. And then again, I just dropped off my son about an hour ago. And it's like every time I drop him off with his mom, I just decide to just crank up my metal and just start screaming along. So there might be a little bit of phlegm in my chest from, you know, screaming Ice Nine Kills or something. Uh, God, I love doing those deep growls. Uh, it's so much fun. It's so liberating. Especially after you drop off your kid. You just want to scream to the rooftop. Like, it's not, nothing against my kid. It's just like, oh man, I can actually scream in peace now. <laughs> uh, Alright. What's a TV show that people would be surprised to know you watch? Well, you know, like... You guys know me by now. Like, I'm a very anti... I go against the grain. 
So when people sit there and say, like, you should watch Game of Thrones, I know not to watch that show. I still have yet to watch Game of Thrones. Like, I've watched two episodes, and I thought it was complete dog shit. And I'm always told by everybody, like, you gotta watch past the two episodes. It gets so fucking good. And I might give it another shot. Ugh, I just, I don't know. Like, Game of Thrones, I'm not a big medieval, medieval guy. Ugh, medieval guy. But maybe I'll give it another shot. A show that people would be surprised to know I watch. Mmm. I mean... What would... What's the show... I, I, damn it, Angel. Why do you gotta stump me on these questions, man? Because honestly, like, I, I don't like leaving in, like, silence on these shows. Um... A show that I watched that people would be surprised by. Um, I can't, I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna keep this question, dude, because I'm really gonna have to look at what I watch over like the next couple weeks and be like, oh, there, there it is. But no, like, I feel like I watch. If I watch any TV, it's nothing like you guys would be surprised by. Because, like, I watch South Park. I watch Rick and Morty. I watch WWE sometimes. I watch, um, I can't even think of anything else I watch. I watch, like, Squid Game. Because everybody was talking about how great Squid Game was. And I actually buckled down for that one and loved it. Fucking, like, sometimes people get it right. Squid Game was fucking awesome. I watched that in two days. That was incredible. Uh... I don't know. I'm going to come back to that question. I'm going to hold on to that one, just like the Lilith video. And hopefully I can come to you with an answer next week. All right. What are your top three favorite movies that are so bad they're somehow good? See, I don't think any of my movies that I love are so bad, though. Like, well, there are things out there that you guys would probably think they're so, they're bad. Like, Team America... Probably Team America. Team America's up there because not not everybody loves South Park humor. I'm one of those people that loves South Park humor. And Team America is one of those bad movies because of the puppetry. But it's so good because of the story. Um, and the humor because it's South Park. Or it's the South Park creators. Such a good fucking movie. Uh, I'll put Team America up there. But as far as other twos, like, uh, um, maybe original Halloween, like I'm a, you guys know me, huge Michael Myers fan, huge horror junkie, but Michael Myers is my fucking spirit animal. Um, but people have flaws with the original Halloween. They're like, why can't this guy die? Like, that's impossible. If you get shot six times and you also fly out the window, you're not landing and then running away. Like, you're pretty much dead. Yeah, but use your imagination. The guy's fucking mentally ill, but he's also superhuman. Um, so I'll put, <clears throat> okay, I'll put Halloween up there because it's not a bad movie. I, I think everybody that watches the original Halloween loves it. Um, but, of course, you have those assholes that are like me that hate it. And 
question every move that, that Michael Myers makes. So, I don't know. I'm going to put Halloween in that, that category, too. But I don't think it's a bad movie. But some people do. Some people do. And the third one. Oof. Um... I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Naked Gun, because it's another comedy. A lot of people don't like satirical humor or uh, what's a slapstick comedy. But Leslie Nielsen is a fucking genius, and na- the Naked Gun series as a whole is so good. But some people just don't like that that slapstick humor and all that stuff. Um, so they could probably they would probably consider it bad. So yeah, there you go. I gave you an answer for that was really fucking hard. Um, that was really hard to think of all the movies I've ever seen in my life that I love. You don't want to sit there and think that your movies are bad though, but you know what? I don't know. Angel, you actually didn't send me that much shit this week, and what are we at? Oh my god, we're almost at an hour. Holy. I, I can't believe it. Like, this show just zooms by. I feel like I only talked for maybe 20 minutes, but it turns out with everything I talked about this show, I almost went in a whole fucking hour again. All right, well, thank you, Angel. You're the fucking man. I love you for sending in those questions. I'm glad it wasn't so much thrown at me this week. Uh, I don't know how much more I would have been able to handle, but Angel Banuelos, don't ever send me a dick pic. And but keep sending in those questions, and I love you, man. And with that, I am going to get out of here. But I will, I do want to remind you guys, I am going to be doing stand up this Friday. I'm going to email the booker soon, probably tonight or tomorrow. So keep a lookout on your socials if I say anything different. Um, but yeah, I will be performing at. Um, the venue in Kaiser, the venue is in Kaiser, go to PNW, uh, PNWcomedy.com and just go to the tickets link and you'll see all the information. It's only a couple hours from eight to probably 10, 10 the latest, but come see some good comics and hopefully I impress you guys. If you guys do decide to show up totally free and yeah, so I will talk to you guys next week. We'll talk about the open mic again, and hopefully I have some more good news coming. 2022 seems to be on the up and up so far. What are we, two, three three days in? Um, So, yeah, hopefully your guys' New Year's resolutions come true this year. Hopefully you had a great New Year's Eve. If you guys saw the UFOs, let me know. That, something, something's fucking going on, guys. It's wild. But I'm going to let you go. Hopefully you guys have a good day. Have a good week. Have a good work week. Have a good 2022. I will talk to you guys next week. God bless you. Take care. Thank you for listening to the Still Waiting Podcast. Please do not forget to go like, share, and subscribe to the show. And go review it. Let me know how I'm doing. It means... Nothing to you, but means everything in the world to me. Um, But thank you guys. Take care.